Yom Aleph Parshas Vayigash Tafshin Pei Aleph. And for those who may be tuning in at a later point, we have just experienced our first snow of the season, and it's still on the ground. And hopefully, everyone shoveled by now, because if you haven't, it might be quite a difficult task. Oh, so the question arises: What is the halacha of shoveling snow on Shabbos? Now, obviously, we'd like to preface that question with a disclaimer that obviously the whole discussion applies only where it's permissible to carry, right? If you live in a place that does not have an Arab, right? So then, obviously, you can't shovel snow. It may only be in the city of and you're moving it less than Dalad Amis. So Miami but, huh? in Miami. In Miami. <laughs> so, no, if, if you're in such a place, then obviously you can't shovel the snow because there's, there's, a, there's a problem of, of being Mavid Dalaramas for Shusarabit. However, if you live in a place where there is an area, or not only a, a, a neighborhood or a city where there's an area, but many, many people have a back porch, a set of steps, where they realize on Shabbos the steps are icy, let's say, right? And they want to, they want to, it's slippery, the steps, and they haven't, uh, the back steps, they haven't gotten there before Shabbos. They realize on Shabbos they want to go out to the porch a little bit to, to sit, or to, to, to not to sit probably because it's cold, but they want to put something there, and they can't get through because of the snow. So it's on a porch, it's an enclosed area, it's in the backyard, maybe it's encircled with a gate. So they want to move the snow. So what's the halach about snow on Shabbos? Everyone knows snow is muksa. That's the question, what's this idea that snow is muksa? Why would it be muksa? Is that indeed true? Is that so posture that snow is muksa? And is that the only issue which arises in regard to shoveling snow on Shabbos? So the discussion really begins with a Gemara on Shabbos, Nun Aleph Ahmed Beis. It's the very last Gemara, actually, in the third parak, oh, in the fourth parak of Shabbos. Again, I apologize because the printer was closed on Friday. I had to print it. We printed somewhere else, and the hands again are not printed over here. So we'll point out where the Gemara begins to follow along. It's at the very end of the parak over here. The Gemara says four lines from the end of the parak. The Ein Miraskin. This is a statement from Rebbe. Rabbi Hitel Hatmin is a tsoining, the Ain Miraskin, Loy es a sheleg, the Loy es habara, the Shabbos, the Shvil Shiozumu, the Shvil which means a person is not allowed to, uh, to like sort of grind the snow. It doesn't mean to actually go, it means like to rub the snow in his hands or to cause it to become melted, right? A person has, let's say, a handful of snow. Or, or barad, also the Gemara explained, which would be pieces of ice, and he deliberately takes it, he deliberately melts it by either rubbing it or grating it against something, and therefore causing it to melt, turning into water. That is also, the Gemara says, It's interesting, this is a Mephorish Gemara, that what's the halacha about taking ice cubes and putting it into a drink? So the Gemara says clearly that it's mutter. Why would it be also? So Rashi explains over here, to break it into small pieces. So Rashi says that to take something, to create something on Shabbos is an Isser of Moilid. Not clear what the source of this Isser is, but Rashi seems to say that the reason why it's also to take ice and make it into water 
is an iser of moilid, which may exist the other way around. That making ice cubes on Shabbos a separate shayla. Could you take water and making it into ice to make ice cubes on Shabbos? Not only that, oh, but the Gemara says, so here the Rishonim discussed already the Pshat is because here the Gemara has to speak out if you're not allowed to take ice and make it into water so how do you drink a cup of soda with, uh, with ice in it? You take ice cubes, you put it in. So you're melting the ice cubes. The answer is it's a Mephorish Gemara that it's mutter. Why? Because it's not nicker because when you put it into the soda or into the drink it melts into the drink itself and therefore, this new creation that you made, meaning the fact that the ice turned into water, is not nicker because it just disappears into the water. Masha and Cain, to take ice and crush it with your hand. Not the Gemara before Shigemara, that it's also to do on Shabbos. Rashi says it's the Isra of Moilid, and the Ran actually has a different shot. He holds it, it's Xavier because of Srita. The person might come, if he does that, he might come to squeeze Paris, which would mean it's only Isra de Rabbanon. So these are two examples in the Gemara. Put ice in an empty cup without cold water, and you see that it's. What do you mean? You put it in an empty cup, but it melts by itself. Yeah, but it's but, but it's nifty. You're saying you could be a dude. No, so here the has to be that he's doing it via dying, okay. right? Now, and that may be another explanation why it's because when you put it via chakois, also you're not doing it via dying. That's enough for me. There's a three-way machlokes we showed them over here, and it's relevant to the. It comes in 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 Simon Shin Yeches by Bishel by putting things near. Near the stove, it's a big machlek. It's the Baal Truma and the, and, and the Ran, and there's a Ramban over here. I don't want to get sidetracked with that question about Moilid, but this is the, the source where the Gemara brings up a discussion of snow. Now, it should be perhaps evident, maybe everyone here had the Diak. If the Gemara says that you can't take snow and crush it, so what does that seem to say? You make a snowball, right? Uh... That's the, that you're talking about compacting the snow. The Gemara says you can't take snow and crush it into water. Now, can I ask you a question? Could you pick up snow in the first place? What's the guy doing holding snow? If snow is mukta, so how's the guy holding it? He's gonna, how's he going to crush it? Oh, so you're asking when did the snow fall, right? So maybe the Isra of mukta depends when the snow fell, and the Gemara is talking about where it fell. Erev Shabbos. Oh, so that's Mamish. This is part of the Nakuda we have to discuss. What is the nature of the Isra? So we know Muksa has many categories of, of Muksa, with there are many differences between them. What is the Isra of Muksa on snow, which supposedly we're saying there's an Isra of Muksa? What is that Isra of Muksa? And does it depend when the snow fell? Let's see. Oh, so we hear these things. Yes. Does it What do you mean? Correct. That would be Muksa, to put it into a into a cup where it would not where it would melt into the drink. But you may have to drink first. You can't just put it into the cup plain. People are not no, you're gonna have to put it into an empty and into just a a, a bowl of uh, Oh a, not a, to put ice into a bowl to let it uh, on its own? On the table, you serve it on the table. A bowl of ice. Put in a drop of water first so that it's not that it should be melt into the into what's already there. You're not doing it if you're dying there? It could be it could be that there's an issue even if you don't do it be a dying. Okay, correct. Correct. I think that's a whole discussion about Milud. There are a few opinions about what the issue of the Gemara is. But I'll put flavor into the snow. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, no. So, but what are you doing? No, again, the, the ice remains ice. There, the ice remains ice, right? You don't melt it. You're melting the ice by doing that? That colors it. That may be a question of Tzviya, but the Allah is ain't Tzviya. What? It ain't Hanami. That Bukhari should not be an issue as far as, uh, you know, Melting the ice. Now, oh, 
But I just wanted to point out that Lachay, there is a Deek in the Gemara that to use snow would not be Osir on Shabbos. Oh, now let's see the following, or at least it would have to be explained. Now let's see, the Mordechai over here adds another halacha which is not mentioned in the Gemara. Interesting, it's known that the the Mordechai Taka was, I, I believe he was Nergal Kiddush Hashem, right? He was from the Rishonim that was Nergal Kiddush Hashem. And you'll see over here the subsequent piece right after this, you'll see it's interesting. All the people that he quotes are all. They all came from places that we know from Tisha B'av. I mentioned these communities that were that were that suffered these massacres on Tisha B'av. But that's actually the piece right afterwards. But first, he says it's in Simon Shin Lamed Alf. Again, you see at the very end of the parrot of Bamet Haimnin. Shin Lamed Alf. On the margin, it says Shin Lamed Alf. It's two lines, a small piece in the Marta. He says, "Kosav the mutter l'shaber haborod kedei likach hamayim hamunochem tachta." Right. Let's say you have a frozen lake. A frozen. Well, let's see about a frozen lake in a second. But you have a. Uh, let's first say you have a. What a good example would be. But you have water, right? Which is underneath something. Yeah. It froze on the top. Yeah. A, be, a pail of water, and you want to get to the water, right? Let's say right back in the day, the the Vasatreg would bring the water before Shabbos, and you left it out in the backyard. And the top of it, always the, the first thing that freezes is the top layer because it's exposed to the elements. So the top layer froze, and you're trying to get water for Shabbos. So you're allowed to crack it to get through into the water. To to use it, the mutter l'shaber habarot kidelikach hamayim hamunachim tachtov, right? The gedo. Oh, now l'chayr that would be based on the gemara that you can break, that you can break ice over here. He's I guess he's not directly causing the ice to melt. He's just breaking the ice. Now what's his raya? The gedoylo mizu amru perek chavis. The gemara said even a greater chiddush. The mat is roshe besayif. Utnan shayver other mesachavos. That's a halacha. Let's say a person has food inside a barrel and he has to get to the food on Shabbos. Otherwise known in our times as like a tuna fish can. This is where that whole discussion comes from about opening containers and boxes and cans on Shabbos. The halacha is you're allowed to break the barrel in order to get to the food inside. And the Gemara explains over there the reason is why? Because ain binyan vestira bekele. And then we, this is, well, again, a separate discussion. Where that applies in Binyan became we know there is an issue about opening containers on Shabbos. It depends what type of container it is. And again, over there, it's Shoeva the Mesachavis. He broke it all together. He, he literally broke the whole barrel open. But says the Mardachai, based on the Gemara that says, Shoeva Adam Mesachavis, who are then over here, you can break the ice, right? You can break the ice, which seems to indicate that this would be an Isser of what? Breaking something, right? This would be an issue of breaking something, but similar to what we find over there, that you could break a barrel to get to the food inside. Huadin over here, you can break the ice to get to the water that is inside. Now, now, just as a point of interest, look at the next line. You'll see that he says, "Ma'ase ba'lufnei Reb Shmaya Mishpira," which is Ashpira. Ba'adam echad she'onas ishtei v'hitlo oisa b'shelay. He he forced his wife into the mikveh, into into the into the snow. It's a discussion about snow over here. So he says over there, she'ena she'ena she didn't want to go to the mikvah. So what did he do? He took her and he threw her, in, he threw her into the snow. Wouldn't recommend it, but that's what the guy did. He says it was snow that was machzik mem sova. Hurry, Rabbi Nesimcha, she also tefila. He brings a raya, then he brings afterwards a barakim magenzi, which I think is Rabbi Nebarach is the Baal Truma. So he's busy with Ashpira and magenzi. This is where they lived, and it's, it's interesting that the Marta himself was actually killed al Kiddush Hashem in those years. I don't know if it was during the Crusades or one of the one of the other massacres that took place in uh, in those during those times. Oh, the Marchai says that if you want to reach the water inside, no problem. But he seems to indicate that this is related to an Indian of Stira, right? We know that there's an there's a Isra of Bainan Shabbos and the Isra, Isra of Saiser. 
in order to be matter, breaking the ice, he has to bring you a proof from where? He brings you a proof from the fact that you can break a chavis in order to get the food out from inside, right? You can't, you're not allowed to break things on Shabbos. But a chavis, you're allowed to break wide to get the food inside. Let's see what the Shulchan Aruch says in the Magen Avram, and we'll get a clear picture of, what, of what's going on over here. The Shulchan Aruch is in Simon Shin Chav, Sif Yud. Look at Sif Yud. Again, the hand is missing here, but look at Sif Yud. It's right in the middle of the text. Right, it's in the center over here. Mutter l'shaber hakerach k'dei lito ma'yim He's directly quoting the words of the Mardukai, that you can break ice in order to get ma'yim, which is underneath it. Now, turn to the Magen Avram on the right-hand margin, the right margin over here, on the right column, I should say. Ois tesvav, sifkotn tesvav l'shaber hakerach. He quotes the rest of the words of the Mardukai, which the Machabah does not mention. O'gedoylo mizu amru, because there are dates inside, or figs inside that he wants to get to, he can break the barrel. Which that is about the Indian of Baina and Saisa. Adds the Magen Avram, Venira Li, Venira Li, Only like the case you mentioned, a bucket where you have water inside, you want to break the water to get, you want to break the ice to get to the water, that's Mutter. But, let's say you have a frozen lake. Or a frozen well, right? The guy comes to get water out of the well, and he sees it's frozen. He can't get in. Could he break it on Shabbos to get in? It's Aser. How he know that? So the explains right away. Why, how does the Magen Avram know this? The Machzah explains. Look on the bottom here. It's the right column of Machzah Shekel. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines from the top. Sifkot and Tezvav. He's explaining the words of the Magen Avram. L'shaber v'nir li d'benohar oi be'er aser the Mordechai says, how do I know it's mutter to break the ice? Because you see it's mutter to break a barrel to get food out of it. What's the reason that that is mutter? Since a barrel is merely a kli, it's not real binyan, it's not like building a house, it's not part of the karka. It's Kalim, and we paskin me'ikaradin ain binyan vestir bekalim, and only based on that was the Mordechai willing to be matir breaking the ice. So what do you see? That if the ice is not part of a kli, rather it's attached to the ground, it's a be'er or a nar, or perhaps in our case you have ice snow which is on the sidewalk on the ground. It's part of the ground, and if you want to remove it, you want to break it, it should be considered soisin, right? Before we get to Moksa, there's the Isser of Stira, based on the Divrei Mardchai, Zokta Magan Avram, the Machsa Shekel is explaining that the heter to break ice is only when that ice is part of a cleat. But if the ice is part of the ground, or maybe if it's on the roof of a house, and you want to break that off, that should be considered a bona fide Isser Stira on Shabbos. One of the Lamatas Malachas. You can't break, you can't, the person wants to go and crack part of the sidewalk off on Shabbos, right? Maybe there's something, there's an extra piece of cement that's sticking out. It's a hazard. And he wants to break it off. That's Saisa. You can't break a piece of the ground off on Shabbos. So Huadin zokt the Mogan Avram. When you have ice, which is part of the ground, right? That is part and parcel of the Karka itself. And to break it becomes steer. Then he brings... Which that also is a din of Saisa. If the Kli is big enough, it, 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 does not, it doesn't have a status of a Kli anymore. And then he quotes, Which is 
Dahani gam ba'idon krushin shame mashke alein. In Cain, ain alein din mechaber klal. The Taisa Shabbos disagrees with the Magen Avram. Why? He said because what are you going to tell me that by breaking the ice that's soiser? Soiser means you take something which is an item and you break it, right? Could you break water? Let's say you have a cup of water, right? You spill some out. You tell me you broke the water. You break the water. Liquid, by definition. Is it separates? It's 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 nozzle, It flows. It's fluid, right? So Dr. Teisa Shabbos. So too ice. Since ice is only a temporary state, all ice eventually will melt. All ice eventually will melt. But generally speaking, when you have ice, eventually it will melt. It's only a matter of time. Therefore, it's no different than water. And you can't tell me that by breaking the ice, you were soicer something on the ground. No different than a puddle of water sitting on the ground. It happens to be frozen right now. That's how we use it. And since ice is only a form of water, therefore, by breaking it, it can't be considered soysa. It can't be considered like a part of a vineyard of the karka. So it's considered water. Mixed, what? How could that be mixed with a part of the ground? Right? It's a mixture of water. Part, how can, how what do you mean a mixture is part of the ground? I mean, how can you be totally in a real mixture, right? In this, in the, because it comes part of the ground, right? Why could when rainwater falls and why you are the kaibal in that? Because it was part of the ground, equivalent to the ground, right? Otherwise, it's true, but you, would you call breaking the water say, sir? I'm not saying water. Oh, so again, okay, you're right. Let me let's word it differently. Right. It may be considered part of the ground, but it can be considered steer. It can be considered soysa. Why is it not soysa? Because it's, it's like a liquid. Big. It's not it's not you didn't break any item, any solid. We can't view it as a solid in terms of the fact you broke it. That's what he says. Since with Achazman, it's going to melt. And he brings a ride from Ervin where there was a wall of ice that they wanted to use as a wall. And the Gemara says over there that it's not part of, it can't be considered a wall because it melts. So he says, you see, it's not a binion. Right? In the, in the face of Shabbos, he's more marach and he explains he, that's one of the rides that he brings. So during that, and Mark, it's not going to be different. Oh, listen, I, 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 but, you know, let's argue even that it would melt, but still I believe that what he's, the point he's making is that ice is only a form of, of water, and therefore you could never consider ice to be a binion in terms of an iser to say that when you break it, you assize something. Which means that there's no difference between a kli and... Oh, so he's saying again, also, it wouldn't be, it doesn't seem there would be any other point of a sizer. No oil. No oil, is that true? Listen, no, is it? Now, let's just point out for a second, it's not, just to put it in perspective for a moment, the Gemara did say, right, the Gemara did say that when you take ice and you melt it into water, biodayim, it's considered moilid, which means you did transform it from one thing into the other. But it means that as far as moilid is concerned, yes, ice into water is moilid. But to be considered a binion would take a new level to say that it's considered a structure. A structure has to have some sort of permanence. So to say that this is a structure because it's ice, to that extent, Zokta, Zokta, to that end, the Maksa Shekhar says, no, it's not a structure. Since it's going to melt, it's not a structure. You, you want to go ahead and destroy it right now and, and be a dying, turn it into water? It's muddled. You're turning it from one thing into another. We know that right now it's ice. It's not water now, it's ice. But to be so, considered so permanent that it's a binion, no. For that point, we'll say that it's no different than when it will be, since eventually it will turn into water, it is considered to some extent not a binion even at the moment. Now, 
That is the opinion of the Machzah Shekel. Oh, once again, that was that was the taste of Shabbos. But if you continue here, he writes two lines from the bottom. Umedivri Mardechai lemashmakein. The whole loynosan tam shafiuk shein krushin shein mashkin aleim. The Mardechai didn't say the reason why you're allowed to break the ice is because ice is like liquid. Vloishayich bezestira. Umay hutzich l'raya mishay v'chavis. Why did the Mardechai bring a raya proof from breaking a barrel? Look there, it seems that the Mogad Avram was correct. There is an Isra of Stira, and therefore, and therefore, if it's part of the Karka, the Machta Shekel, and the Mogad Avram clearly hold that to break ice, and I believe snow is no different than ice in this sense that the snow is frozen, and if you shovel it off the ground, if it's stuck to the ground, you shovel it off the ground, you may have been Saisa from the Karka. According to the Magen Avram and the Machta Shekel, if it's raining outside, yeah, you take your cup on Shabbos. You're in a, you're in a, a, a layer. You take your cup on Shabbos, hold it out, fill it up with water, and drink. That's a, a different. That, that's nothing with Bainet. You're not nothing with Bainet and Saisa. I say let's separate this into two discussions. You were talking about snow, right? So how do you? Where does snow come? Snow is like rain, right? So let's. We're going to get to that point in a moment. Right, that's mamish. That's the next shlav in the discussion. We mentioned there's a, possibly an issue of mukta, and that's what you're mentioning. Maybe there's no difference between snow and rain. This potential issue of of Saiser is exclusive to snow. It obviously, does not exist by rain. Only by snow. Snow and ice become, according to the Magen Avram, part of the ground. And anywhere that you have ice frozen into the ground, it would be an iser of Saiser according to the Magen Avram. However, everybody say. Are you sure not being the between snow and ice? Long as in. Oh, very good. That's an excellent point. Let's see in Mamish in a minute. We're going to see there are those that are mechali. But let's first see the halacha of the Mishnah Buru. How does he pass in this halacha? Again, Simon Shin Chaf Sif Yud. And look in the Mishnah Buru here. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines from the bottom up. Go oh, from the bottom. It's Sif Kot Lam and Vav Shabeh Hakerach. The Shviras Hakerach Ein Malacha Klav. The Gemara only said in Iser Berisa, where you deliberately went and you took the snow and you, or the ice, and you ground it into water. You caused it to turn into water. And this, to break ice, is not in order to make it into liquid, and therefore, there's no Iser of Risa. Now, he quotes the Mogan Avram. So again, Mr. is only the Shabbos, which generally that's what we're talking about. Somebody trying to shovel the snow away means because we have an issue over here. Either it's slippery, you don't want to the full, you don't want to get sued, whatever it is, right? Because obviously it's Tarek Shabbos. So Dr. Mishnah Bruh, do you want to know, do we, do we have to worry about the Issa, the Mogan Avram mentioned, about Stira on Shabbos? It's a machlekes. Many achronim disagree. Soyrech Shabbos, you could be makel in terms of the iser of steer. That is really should settle the issue of this discussion in terms of the iser of steer. Dr. Bishlubur, and he quotes actually on the bottom. If you look in the Sharatian, Oismem, Oyiraba, Teisa Shabbos, Umayim Amarchas. He has a number of rishayim of achronim among them. The Teisa Shabbos that the Machta Shekel brought down, who disagree with the Magen Avram. They have to obviously interpret the Mordechai a little different, that his raya wasn't directly from Chavius. He was just, I don't know exactly what the point was, but he obviously holds a little different. They, I don't know if they're disagreeing with the Mordechai or he's understanding it a little differently. 
but he's willing to rely on those acharenim. But makom you could be makel to shovel the snow. It would not be an iser of stirim. Now, let's look in the chuba from the hard tzvi from Sipesa Frank. The chesalik of Rocha. Albert, you have this in your house? This chuba? Let's find out. Albert has kisvayat from Sipesa. Maybe he has a. Maybe he has about this chuba. So obviously, we mentioned that over here it snowed, and Yushalayim it doesn't snow that often. There was a big Yehudim every time it snowed. The Shab is Kodesh, it's in the, I believe it's in Chelek Aleph in Erechayim, at the end, one second, I believe it's in the first volume of Haritzvi, Erechayim, I believe it's Chelek Aleph. At the end, he has a Kodesh called Tel Horem, right? So Tel is Lamites, right? It's on the Lamites Malachis. And similar like the Igletal also wrote, used that word Igletal. And he goes through malacha by malacha, but these are actual. That's the way it was organized. But these were actual shilas that came to him at the time that they happened. And he writes, "B'shabes kodesh v'shkodesh ader tavshin yodzayin yorad shelag gadol." a big snow, very exciting. But so someone came to ask the tzipesach the rov shalim rov im hasheleg muktza v'asa betilta. Maybe maybe snow is muktza. That was the question that was posted. Zokir tzipesach hine. B'shelag sheyora be'erev Shabbos, bevaday ein boisrach shol muktzah. Snow that fell before Shabbos is definitely not muktzah. Kidemuchach b'Shabbos meraskenes hashelag v'techamayim. What do you see? The shelag is not muktzah. You could the Gemara says that you don't, you can't grind up the snow, but you can put it into a cup of water, right? So what do you see? That snow itself is not inherently muktzah. Well, you can be mechalik. When did the snow fall? Oh. He says, if the snow fell before Shabbos, it certainly is not Moksa, because you, the Gemara clearly indicates that snow, the Etzim is not Moksa. The Kivish Hashem Mitzanat Me Emashach Moksa, Pasha Tegamim Yar B'Shabbos, Loigara Mimater Shiyar B'Shabbos. So, what are you going to tell me? That if it fell on Shabbos, people say that what's, what's on Shabbos? Noilat, right? It wasn't here before Shabbos, and it only fell on Shabbos, it's the Isra of Noilat. He says, what do you mean? Rain that falls on Shabbos. This is your case of David. You have a cup. You go outside. You want to catch rain on Shabbos. It's not. It's not muktzah. It's not noilah. We'll see in a minute. Clearly, in, in the Mishabru like that. But mutter is not noilah. Even if the clouds were not here, it's not considered muktzah. It's not noilah. So if that's the case, then snow too. Even if it fell on Shabbos, it should not be muktzah. Where there's a chuvas agayim, it says clearly that. Rain is not mukta on Shabbos. The Ayim of Mishabur Sivin Shin Lamed Chesed Katan Lamed B'Shem Zchor Lavram, which we'll see in a moment. The Ein Al Hamater Hayoyred Shem Mukta. So where's this thing? People know rain is mukta. V'Yesh La Ayim B'Psicha Koyleles Mibaha Prima Gadim B'Dinei Mukta Ois Chav Tes in the Psicha Tilchus Yantiv. The Prima Gadim has a whole discussion about mukta and Ois Chav Tes. He writes over there the Mashma the Mater Hayoyred B'Shabbos V'Yantiv. The Primogodim is the one that says it. It's a tremendous pillow because it's against Chubas Agoinim and many. It's come out against the Gemara and Erevin. The Gemara, he brings a ride from the Gemara and Erevin, which talks about Mayim, Mayim, Be'ovim, Mivla, Bli, or Maynad Naidi. I don't want to get involved in the whole discussion here, but the, the, all the Achreinim point out that the, the ride that he brings is only pointing to the Havmin of the Gemara, which the Gemara actually retracts from eventually. And if that's the case, there's no such thing that rain is noilat. So he said that's really a mistake. This is that the whole world thinks that rain is noilat and it comes from prima gadim. Besides for the prima gadim, it's a mistake. Keeps on moving. Wouldn't it be also to walk outside during the rain? Be constantly being metalto. It's not tilto. 
Wait a minute, to walk into something you is not walk, tilted. Yeah, yeah, tilted means that you move with your dying. Tilted means not much to carry it directly. Oh, but look what he writes. If see Pesach, he nei omnam hashoyel choshash rak is a muktzah. You ask me, is it muktzah? Muktzah, he says. But what are you talking about muktzah? He missed the. You missed the main point over here. Iker hashayel hoisa lifnei shelg men agag habayis b'shabes or b'dov azel lachayir. I think that he was talking about breaking like the icicles off the roof. Wasn't talking about the ground. He was talking about a house. But lachayir yesh laadon lachalik beinem hashelg adayin loy nikrash baruch. This is your point. Does it depends? Did the snow already? Freeze up. Is the snow still soft? It's not really considered attached. Then he says, Seems that the houses weren't so strong. If you start with a with a cleat, start banging things off the roof, you might break the roof. But that's a different point. What he says, that as far as the snow is concerned, you have to be mechalik if the snow is soft, or if the snow is hard. Now, he doesn't bring the Mishnah on the bottom, his Enikol wrote over here, you know, additions on the bottom, and he brings in the Mogan Avram and the Mishnah Berurah. The Tibesach himself makes no mention. He seems to indicate that if it would be hard, perhaps there would be a Isra of Steer. I don't know if he was disagreeing with the Mishnah It's hard to say that. I don't know. Tibesach knew the Mishnah Berurah. So I don't know what he meant. I want to point out, even according to the Mogan Avram, again, the said you could be make a Zokhtar Tzi Pesach, even why only Shasa Tzarech? Because it's a nice as a Mogan Avram who says this is the Isra of Stira. Zokhtar Tzi Pesach, even that Mogan Avram was talking about ice, right? Ice becomes part of the ground. There you can argue that when you break it, the Stira. Snow, soft snow. That's not part of the ground. That's your point, Bar. When you shovel the snow, which has yet to take to become to solidify and really settle into the ground, you see people who didn't shovel, right? After a couple of days, what happens? Forget about it. You can't try shoveling. You have to take a pick and to get this, the, that, when you try to get that ice off the ground, there's a chashash of steer. But snow that just fell, there's no chashash of steer. Well, it's like if you get sidewalks, it's also not a shoveling. Why? It's not actually. On the ground, you could say it comes part of it. What's the it between the ground and the sidewalk? No, because on the earth, you could say that it comes part of it. The ice becomes part of the part of Why not? The He's talking about even the roof of the house. What's the, what is the you know, difference between the, the ice? Even, even that, I was going to say Part of the house, it's hard, so you can't break. So that's the the taste of Shabbos. Lord, no, it's not part of it, but it melts, it's nothing, right? But if you view this, let's say, let's say this was a brick instead of a piece of ice, right? And it's stuck to the to the ground, right? So, why is it not? Why is it not? Why is it not attached? Because you tell me it's going to melt, it's going to move away. But that was the argument of a taste of Shabbos. But according to the Mogadav Ram, who says it's stuck now, even if it be the whole winter, it's going to melt for the whole winter, it's still not part of the house, even if you're freezing. Why is it not part of the ground? Or the ground on the sidewalk? Why is it not part of the sidewalk? It's stuck. Yeah, but it's still because it's hard. It becomes a sidewalk. So that's the argument that takes a Shabbos then. It doesn't become part of the sidewalk. No, you don't want it. But again, we're looking at an area where we don't want it. That is exactly the argument that takes a Shabbos. You want to make an argument between, let's say, where we have paved roads and where they had the ground, like with mud on the ground? Well, and what's the chiluk? I don't understand the difference. Because over there, first of all, it, it become uh, uh, um, cement is really not part of the ground. Right? It's a separate thing that you put in on top of the ground. I understand, but the, the cement is the carcass, right? The cement is the carcass. A person adds a layer of cement on Shabbos, right? Or a person puts tars and shriot Shabbos, not buying it. Let's or or if they put cement on the ground, it's not buying it. Yeah, of course, of course it's buying it. 
Oh, so what are you telling me that the ice is not here permanently? What's the argument that the ice is not yeah. here permanently? Right. That's essentially what the Shabbos no, is saying. No, he said because it's a melting. I'm saying it's going to be there for, for, for a thousand years. It doesn't matter, but it's not really part of Yes, it is. Why is it not? Because you, you don't want it there. What's not permanent about it? We're not accustomed to that. We consider it part of the sidewalk. I don't. I hear. I think I'm walking on the sidewalk. It's hot. Okay. That's what people walk on. Okay. Okay. I hear you have, you have a point. Oh, then let's not get to the second question over here. Of Mukta, right? Now, the Rabbi Pesach quoted this, this Mishnah Bureau, and that's the halacha. It's in Simon Shin Lamed Ches. Look in Sif Ches. The Shulchan Aruch over here talks about a halacha. Many are not familiar with it. It doesn't have so much relevance in the halacha. There's, a, there's an Isser that the Gemara talks about called Mevatachli Meichana, which means you're not allowed to cause something to become Mukta on Shabbos. Well, it's not really the end of, of, of causing it to become Mukta, but let's say you somehow could create a bus essentially, meaning let's say this table, you would put something on it on Shabbos which would, in, 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 which would affect that you would not be able to move the table any longer. You don't, what was that? Ah, oh, right, so think like this. If you, if you put it on on Shabbos, the table doesn't become a because you can knock it off. It doesn't become a bus. It has to become a bus from earlier. But let's say you put a keli to catch a drip on Shabbos. So there, that's a, that's a case the marshal, where it's actually relevant la is person has an air conditioner that's dripping the old air conditioners if you go outside the it, it drips out of the out of the back of the air conditioner and you want to let's say you're walking underneath it or something you don't want it to drip on the ground or wherever it may be and you put a bucket underneath it that may be an issue of being which means that kli which was useful beforehand now became mukti you're not going to make it become mukti on shabbos and that's the halach that the mishnah is talking about over here the machaber mutter is in sif ches simen shem lamed ches mutter liting kli tachas hadlaf b'shabbos you're allowed to put a cleat to catch a drip. The water has to be clean enough that you could use it, maybe not for drinking, but at least to wash yourself. To drink water, you would obviously you would want it at a higher level of purity. But if it's right for something, even to wash yourself, maybe even for a behemoth, that's also a question, which is even a, it could be even dirtier, but if it's really dirty, then, and the water is not right for anything, it's really water for the garbage, then you cannot put a cleat there to catch the drip. Now, look in the Mishnah Bura. You have a leak in the roof. He says, one second. You're telling me that it depends if the water is clean or it's dirty. This water, he's assuming, is not where's the leak coming from? It's raining. That's where the leak was coming They didn't have the roofs that people have leaks today, too, but the roofs then certainly were not made. They weren't so uh, so so they weren't uh, so, so watertight, right? They didn't they weren't sealed up, and the constantly the leaks would come through the roof. I don't know what they may have mud. I don't know what they used to make the, the roof out of, and the, 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 the rain would drip through. The Shabbos, the rain is dripping through. He puts a pail there to catch the drip. So it says, depends how dirty is the water. I mean, how dirty is the water? It's rainwater. Rainwater is muksa. That's what we're all saying. Rainwater is muksa. Not the Mishnah. It's not true. The ain alamata yerche muksa oy noilat v'yachal l'shtoisei oy lechetz mimenu. Also, it's not mukta as long as you can use it for something. Merely the fact that it rained that does not make it mukta. It's a mistake. Yes, the primogonim says it's mukta, but he's a das yachid. If someone wants to know is rain mukta, it's not mukta on Shabbos. It's a mistake that people. It's a it's a misconception that people have. It's not mukta. For one second, if it's not mukta, then what about snow? Is snow mukta again? It's a stira. Mishabur already said Shabbos. You could be mekel. It's not a stira. What am I going to tell you that what? Snow is mukta. Rain is not mukta. So why is snow mukta? Let's see the truth for Moshe Igris Moshe. It's in the Chelik Hay of Erechayim, Simon Chav Gimel, 
There's a number of chubas over here. It's Islam and Zion. We're going to do the bottom part of the page first from the chuba, and then we'll see what Rabbi Badna brings for Ramesha. Something different, actually. Not printed in the chuba. So, Islam and Zion, She'ela, Im Sheleg, Aser is snow. Aser Betiltel means, is it Mokta? Ubehizdam Nesacheres, Pasak, at some other point, they, they presented to Ramesha that you have already passed in one other time the Havle Mokta. Said it's Mokta. What was the answer? Chuba. Havle Mokta. Havle Noila. Oh, Ramesha knew about the Gemara about rain. The Geshem, skip the parentheses. The parentheses are already the edit that his grandson put in. So skip it. The Geshem, Don't tell me, oh, Geshem we know is not, from the Mishabura is not Noilad, it's not Muktza, so why would snow be any different? The Enoki Geshem. It's not like rain. And that was all Ramesha said. Snow is not like rain. Doesn't explain why. Does anyone, could anyone give you an expl- offer an explanation why snow should be different than rain? I was thinking perhaps that the reason is because Lamai said that why is rain not Nailad? Because the rain already existed beforehand, right? The rain, the Gemara said, is made not Naidi. The water, originally the Gemara in Erevin says water that water is, is only water vapor. Water, 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 water. It's snow has to be changed to water in order to drink it. You eat a snow cone. People eat snow. Oh, no, see, he's saying that snow is not right to be used the way it is. But that's that's already another point. Ramosha, he was asking him if it's also because of Noilad. No, the Isra Muqsa of Noilad means something which did not exist yesterday, before Shabbos, and it came into being on Shabbos itself, that itself is Muqsa. What's the classic case? Oh, the classic case of Noilad is Be'ez Shemel right? If the chicken lays an egg on Yantif, so the egg was not here before Yantif, now it is here, it's Muqsa because of Noilad. So rain, the Gemara in, truthfully concludes that the rain did exist before Shabbos. Yeah, you didn't see it because it was in the cloud. But originally the Gemara said that the rain was mivla Correct, but that's considered not exist. You have to define what considered existing and non-existing. Correct, it did exist before Shabbos. The Gemara talks about that on on that and Bay. But that now rain, the Gemara concludes, in does exist in the cloud. It's made at ninety. Originally the Gemara said it was mivla which means it's like water vapor. It's absorbed into the cloud itself. It's not water. Then the Gemara says, no, it is water, mm-hmm. right? So if it's water, then it existed. You just didn't see it because it was in the cloud. Now it came down, the rain came down to our atmosphere. That Before it snowed, what was it? It was water. In the cloud, it wasn't snow. Only when it came down into our, I don't know how many thousands of feet it becomes, it turns into snow where the cold air is. So since it only turns into snow, maybe because of that, it became no On Shabbos, it turned from water into snow. That's what Rabbi Moshe means. So therefore, Rabbi Moshe holds is an issue of Noila. Now look, Rabbi Badner, I don't know, in a sense, you know, the Moshe, they say the last volumes are questionable, I'm not going to say yes or not, but what Rabbi Badner brings down, when he wrote his Sefer in English, he went to ask Rabbi Moshe all these Shilas himself. And whatever he writes here, Rabbi Moshe told him, and that's definitely reliable, you know exactly whatever he says for Rabbi Moshe, is what Rabbi Moshe said. We can read even what he says in English. This is Rabbi Pichas Badner, Rabbi Badner from Lakewood. He wrote a Sefer, he was the first one who wrote a Sefer on Moksha in English. He writes like this, snow. Some place can rule that snow is muktza. This ruling applies to snow which fell before Shabbos or Yantif, as well as to snow which fell on Shabbos or Yantif. So he says it's both. Not only snow that fell on Shabbos, even snow that fell before Shabbos. Oh, if the snow was collected before Shabbos or Yantif and designated for use on Shabbos or Yantif, it's not muktza. Other place can rule that snow is not muktza. Then he writes walking on snow is permitted because that's not considered carrying it. You're just stepping on it. Okay, look on the bottom here. He has a footnote. I am Ashkasavnu Leil Haorazayim. Vishamati Mehagoy Ramosha Feinshin Shlita. After Ramosha was still living, he asked Ramosha the question. So we know this is where Ramosha said the Kivan. 
Nobody uses shelik. There's no use for it. It has no function. The gam Ari. This is what you mentioned. The gam ain't a shelik. Next of machal behema. It's not like water. You can't even if it. It's dirty, right? So what would I say? I could use water which is dirty for machal behema. Here it's snow which is dirty. What are you giving? What are you doing with the snow? Havale mukta v'loy midboi shelik shenafal b'shabes havale noilad. Which we saw that in the tshuva as well. Ela filu nafal lufnei shabes. Which means it's not noilad because the snow existed before shabes already. Mikol mokay mukta have. It is mukta. Why? Because like he pointed out before, since it's not roy to use it for anything, it's going to be mukta. That's the highest level of Muqtah. would be a rock. A rock has exactly a rock has no function, no use on Shabbos. To move a rock on Shabbos is awesome. The snow is like a rock. What do you do with snow? Nothing. This is developed knows that that it's Muqta. Where is that from? It's a chuba for a Moshe Feinstein. He brings down afterwards if Shlomo Zalma said it's a, look what he brings the last line. And it's not muks at all. He disagreed with her mice. He said, snow is not muksa. Not muks at all. So you want to know if it's muksa? It's not a current chance really. Mice is the one that said, what? Correct. 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 Who is the one based on Amishaburu? Who is the one that says that Shelig is different than Matar? The Bhima Gaza says that even rain is Moksa, but again that was the Dasyaka. The Bishaburu Paskins clearly against that. The Bishaburu didn't talk about snow. Rabbaisha says that snow is even more hummer than rain and snow is Moksa. And that's where people know it. Snow is Moksa, Igris Moisha. Oh, so there are other considerations if someone might fall. Oh, to melt the snow. There's a very long chew in that for a pound. There's a very long chew about melting the snow. This is part of it. Oh, so the. the it, Ari, Ari. Nothing, not at all. Correct. Correct. Sakana, something else. Even according to your emotion, if it's Mukta, maybe you should move a clock yet. The real is to call a guy. That's the real Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Correct. And again, the issue of Mukta is not as severe as the issue of Steer. Steer is the issue of Raisa. So to call a guy for the issue of is not so simple. Here it's the issue of Steer means to, to, to with the, the, what we began to share with. That it may be considered like breaking the ground itself. So that's one of the Lama Tesmalachas. That's the issue of the Raisa. Which is not as severe. So again, if it's a sakana in for the rice, you can call it good. And then again, even by carrying it in Rosh Possibly, if someone may fall, yes, yes, you can call it good because it's sakana, correct. You can call it good. That's right. What's going to be with the Gemara? Merask and Shalek, right? For most of all snow is Mokta. Even if it fell before Shabbos. Oh, that's actually the answer. You have to be, you designated it. Correct. It would have to be. He writes over here, Rabbi Badna writes, that what's the only case that snow is more than good, Rabbi Moshe? Well, you designated before Shabbos. So that would mean that that Gemara, which is Merask and Shalek, was it's like an ice cube, right? You designate it before Shabbos. So even the snow was snow that you designate, I guess, to drink. 
You wanted that snow to cool off your drink, so you set it aside before Shabbos. Any snow which is not set aside, that's not part of the Gemara. It's smoke. Just Four or five. He said, give him a mushroom. He says, in what do we call snow? Snow. If you go to Alaska, there's eight different words for snow. Depending on the level, because the degree of snow, because there's snow, they live snow. So there's hard snow, there's, 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 snow, snow. there's dirty snow, there's clean snow. Once you get involved in something, you start realizing the nuances. Snow, right, so we say snow like this. But, but, but it's true. Right? Snow, sleet, ice, no, 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 right? No, no, hail. There's funny like, words in, in, in the Alaskan dialect. Whatever they have, right? There's snow. eight different uh, descriptions of snow. <laughs> so if they use a word, and he lists some of them, you use a word, you know exactly what he's talking about. More That's what like us, snow is a pain in the neck. We want to get rid of it. People live with us. I mean, Rev yeah. Miller has this thing where when snow falls, if you're a farmer, yeah. you want snow. Because you want to sit on the ground.